Yes, 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 yes. Hey guys, welcome back to the Money Flow Trading Society's podcast, Mastering the Trade. I'm your host, Gerald Peters. Always remember, whatever you think about comes about, whatever you focus on grows. That is the key to the universe. On today's show, you just got little old me. So let's get into it, man. All right. What is going on? What is going on? Yes, yes, yes. And what is going on? That little yes, yes, yes is a mantra to invite in opportunity. Let's invite it into the room, man. Let's uh, open up our minds. Let's receive. Let's do away with fear and the burdens of this world, man. I think one thing I hope that we all share, or at least that's my point with the Money Flow Trading Society, is this genuinely this idea, you know, Jesus said where two or more are gathered, there's power. And you might say, man, I'm not religious. It don't matter, man. It's still wise stuff. So don't get over it, man. Buddha said some shit. Muhammad said some shit. In this world, there are people wiser than me and you, and they're going to say some things. And because we're wise, we can use utilize their wisdom. The I don't even know where to start this week, man. I've had so many unusual conversations. It's been a tough week for me. I've had some, I'm having to deal with some fraud, people pretending to be full auto, people emailing people, people text messaging. If you have any of those, if you could screenshot them and send them to me and I'm having to deal with shit with the government trying to prove that I'm not the fake full auto. It's just been a fucking nightmare. I'm actually a victim of identity theft, I think, here. Instagram's never done anything to try to help. Matter of fact, they took me down one time and left up all the fake accounts. So, you know, it's like, hey, I didn't create Instagram. I sure as fuck didn't create Bitcoin. I didn't create all this stuff, and yet I'm going to be a victim, and yet somehow I got to try to explain because I'm an influencer. I guess they can just pick on you and lean on you, man. Anytime you put yourself out there, you're going to put yourself out there for ridicule, criticism, hate. And and also, if you make a mistake, it's going to be front and center, man. People are going to see it. And, you know, I don't manage money for people. I've never managed money for people. I don't offer to manage money for people. I just share my life and my experience and the things that I do. You know, I've made it clear to people I'm not a lawyer. I am not an accountant. I'm not a tax advisor. I'm not a financial planner. I'm not a stockbroker. I'm nothing, man. I'm just a dude that was raised by a single mom in a trailer park in Arkansas who learned some basic shit that they didn't teach me in school, man. And that was this idea that here's a novel fucking idea. If you don't spend your money, you have money. And so if you can figure out how to get your lifestyle down, start stacking cash, get your credit right, then the world opens up to you. All you got to do then is add some action. And one of the things that I like about the stock market, one of the things that I like about it is that it's easy. You can use just with a pair of thumbs, you click a button, you can invest into a company. And on that same phone, you can go read and research the company. And on the same phone, you could have a subscription to a service 
that in you know that studies stocks, investigate stocks, it does fundamental analysis, they'll give you reports. And for a couple hundred dollars a month, you can get all the shit that a guy that went to Wharton Business School would need, you know, if he was gonna study a company, they'll just give you a report, man. And so this is the world we live in where everything becomes easy. And because it becomes easy, sometimes we can use that not you know to our advantage, but sometimes we use it to our disadvantage because it's if you're like me and you like to procrastinate. Or maybe take the easy path sometimes. You know, I'm always, you, 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 sometimes you're going to have to fight against that. And so, on one hand, it's cool because it's opened up barriers. And I mean, you could be a 16 year old kid from a ghetto in Chicago or living in the Hamptons. And on the same iPhone, you can buy shares and stocks in the same stock. So, anybody living in this world today in America who doesn't understand investing, who doesn't understand that, are just choosing not to understand. And I'm surrounded by these people every day and it, it boggles the mind. And I've just come to realize that some people have inside of them a gene, a disposition, something to do with their DNA. I don't know what it is, man. I don't know why it's so important to me. And when I saw it, it opened my eyes. And to me, it's such an integral part of my life. And to other people who are nice, cool, smart people, could give less than two fucks. And, you know, I don't know how they live, man. Most people, and I'm going to say most, like 93% of people, I don't know how they're not fucking terror. I really don't. And I envy them in a way that I wish I could walk around blind and dumb and it not bother me. I wish I could walk around and the fact that I don't have $100,000 that I could get to the, the fact that that didn't fucking terrorize me. I don't, I don't understand how people can be comfortable with that. And I mean, I just don't, and, and I never have, and I'm never going to understand. And, you know, my wife always tries to tell me, well, people think different than you. And, you know, cause truth is she wouldn't be in the stock market if it wasn't for me. She's the kind of lady that'll put the shit in a coffee can and bury it in a bag. You know, she's, she's my property manager. And so she manages our real estate assets. But on that end, I, you know, I don't know that, that she would even be doing that if I wasn't the driving force behind it, you know. Um, so I guess as I say that, have a little, have a little grace and mercy with your family. They may not have been born with this gene. Your friends may not have been born with it. And if you're not careful, you can do like I did in life and you can end up losing friends and family members, just based on these basic ways you think, because listen, they don't want you fucking lecturing them on how they spend their money as if you're somehow now the guru Gandhi of, of investing in money. It's none of your business what other people do. And if they didn't ask for your opinion or solicitation, then don't give it. And listen, your parents don't give a shit about what you've learned. Once they've wiped your butt, they don't care what you have to say about money, sex, or finance. So stop giving them advice. They don't want it. Okay. And that's where you're going to find yourself. And so the person you need to give advice to and the person you need to speak into is you. And you got enough to worry about with you. We don't need to worry about the unconverted. We got enough to worry about with the converted. And so my hands are full just working on my own mind. I can't change the mindset of my mother, my brother, my sister, or my friends here, man. I just have to kind of either accept them and, you know, be available if they want to know, 
And that's been a real challenge for me, man. It's been a real challenge for me. I was at a <clears throat> house party the other night and there's this young lady there and I really like her as, you know, she's a cool lady and she's 30 and that's that pivotal age, man. And I'm 53 and, and, and this chick had had like a, you know, a real rough background, jail, homeless. And now she's got her shit together and she's been working at Amazon. And I, you know, I love talking to anybody who's working at a publicly traded company that I own shares in, especially on the ground, you know, ground level, so to speak. And, and, and at, you know, she's around my friend group and that's how I met her as, as I've been accepted into the group. Um, um, hey, let me know you get there. As I've been accepted into the group, you know, I've become friends with other, you know, some of the people. And some of these people I wouldn't have been friends with, but because they're friends with my friends, I try to be nice and social. It's one of the things that I've put on my list as I go older and go into possible retirement and stuff is that like, hey, man, I during my 30s and 40s, I was grinding. You know, I didn't live a balanced life because I was trying to become a multimillionaire. But now I'm at a place where maybe now I that I start uh, adding it. Uh, anyway. She was, she lives in a, she had very low rent and she showed a property cause she knew I owned properties. She's like, what do you think of this property? And I was like, yeah, that's cool. I like that. And I was telling her, you know, she now has two years tax returns. And I was like, what's your credit score? And she's like, well, and I go get on credit karma, man, put your name in there and let's get your credit score. Well, she had a credit, she pulled it up and it was 650. And I was like, cool, cool. That's not horrible. That's not great. We got to get it up, man. We can't be happy with six fifty, man. And so, and so, I pulled mine out and I showed her mine, and it was like seven ninety and eight eight oh three. And she's like, "Yeah." And I said, "No, no, no. I'm not bragging. I'm sharing." Okay. I said, "So follow me. I'm fifty three. I'm not that goddamn smart. I'm just an average person. But at your age, at thirty two, I bought my first house. So you have a decision to make. You're thirty. From here forward." Where you're going to be is going to be based on the decisions that you make right now with your money. And you get a couple options. One, you can continue to fuck up and refuse to be fucking smart, refuse to invest, and refuse to take control of your life. And then you're going to be 40 and then 50 fucking broke like everyone else at this party. And they really are. Except for the few that are trust fund kids that, are, that I know there. And they don't know shit because they've taken me aside. And a couple that are on disability and get money from the government. But truth is, in that room, I'm the richest and the smartest guy. And again, not to brag, stating a fact, okay? And so as I talked to her, I said, and then I said, listen, let me show you something. And I showed her a picture of my, I see, I've been in Florida for the last week at the beach. And she's like, oh, you know, then she was like, not in a bad way. She's like ribbing me. Oh, you were going to brag up on your vacation? I'm like, no, I'm not. A hey, real quick. I hate to interrupt this podcast. Listen, I probably you probably already have my books and courses and all that. If you don't, that's obviously the best way to support me. Helps me out. I get to make a little bump off the books. Makes me feel good, too, selling a book. And I hope you read it. And I hope it changes your life. Uh, also, if you don't know, easy way to help me out, man. Instagram has this little subscription. Mine's $9.99 a month. It's 10 bucks or less. I mean, today I gave them way more than $10 of value just on the suggestion that I gave you today on some things that I do with my dividend stocks. Listen, 
I'm just trying to drop wisdom on there. And the big thing that I do on there is I answer all their questions first. You know, the other day a guy was hitting me up about buying a car and I gave him my feedback on that. Sometimes people don't have friends or parents or, you know, a mentor or an uncle look up to. And sometimes you just need to run a second opinion or you just want to stay close to me and help me. And hey, maybe, damn it, maybe you're just my friend and want to help me out. And I appreciate that. I get a lot of people that tell me, oh man, you did this for me. You did that for me. And I go look and all they've ever done is bought a little book. And they just described $50,000 in life changing and, you know, stuff they got from following my content. And it's like, damn, why don't you do the $9.99 subscription, man? If I'm helping you that much. Hey, and I appreciate it. And I love you guys. And I see who you are and I see your names and it means the world to me. Back to the podcast. vacation man it's a tax deduction i own the fucking the condo man and it's not that big dude that's what i'm saying i came from a trailer park i'm 52 i'm trying to inspire you and to say listen you have tax returns you have the credit score if you will listen to me right now and do what i tell you your life looks totally different when you're 50 so i'm 50 ask anybody in this room do they own a beach condo and everyone's going to say, fuck no, I do. So who in this room do you think Mike could help you? And I'm doing it for fucking free. And I'm sorry about all the F-bombs today. They're just flowing, but I get excited. And so shit that I normally charge people, she's sitting next to me. And I'm like, I could right now break this down for you. You don't need a man. You don't need this. You just need to lock on what I'm about to explain to you. Stop making excuses and go do this shit. And I was like, you know, and, and, and this other guy's like, oh, you brag. I was like, no, bro, I'm not bragging. I'm trying to inspire. Now look at the, do these houses look fancy? And I start going through the homes that I own. And I show them the 17, I just start flipping through. Any of these look like the Taj Mahal? No, they're just like the shitty apartment you live in, except you're the owner now and not just paying rent. So all we got to do to transfer you is you stop paying rent and you go out and buy yourself and I could show you how to do it. If you want to do it right, we'll go. You're going to get a first time. We're going to get a three unit deal. You're going to live in one, rent the other two. And then within a year, you're going to stack cash, move out. We're going to do it again. And by the time you're 33, you got six units and you're still working your shitty job. And by the time you're 40, you're a multimillionaire and your friends at this house party are still broke. But you have to execute on that. And it's the same for the stock market, man. It doesn't, you know, if they don't execute, it's not going to do any good. So I'm looking at this today. And this thing from CNBC comes up. Makes me sad. Guaranteed lifetime gains appeal amid worries a recession is coming. Ooh. So because a recession is coming, these people going into retirement, they're saying at record numbers, want to know about an annuity because we're going into recession. Okay, so let me let me Google something. We're just going to use Google. I'm not that smart. Uh, maybe Google chat. You know, we could use that. I got, I got AI chat on here. Let's see. How long do recessions last? Recessions over the last half century have averaged from 18 months to just two, 18 months to just two months. 
So because of the possibility that for 18 months, their account balance will go down, didn't say the dividends were being cut. It says the balance would go down. They're going to give up future earnings, probably for the rest of their life, to lock in 5%. 5%. This is so crazy. Demand for annuities has been rising amid concerns about the economy and the possibility of a recession. No more than half of retirement savers are considering some type of guaranteed lifetime income, according to a recent report. Money managers are rolling out new options to help workers reach retirement with a source of steady income because they love you. Insurance companies love you and they want you to retire well. You believe that for a fucking second? They're scamming these people. Amid concerns about the U.S. economy and the possibility of recession, most retirement savers want some sort of assurance they won't outlive their nest egg. As a result, demand for annuities, which offer guaranteed streams of income, like Social Security and pension funds, have soared. More than half, or 54% of retirees, are considering some type of guaranteed income. So now I come over to Google, and I type in, in Google, so we did the reset. Now I come over here, and I typed in, what do annuity companies invest in? And let's see what Google says. When an individual buys an annuity from an insurance company, they pay a premium. The premium is invested by the insurance company into an investment vehicle that contains stocks, bonds, and other securities, which is called an annuity fund. Do annuity companies invest your money? For traditional fixed annuities, the company that sells you the annuity will invest all of the money it receives from the traditional investments into like corporate bonds, mortgage-backed securities, and other similar investments. They contract owner gets most of the profit yield. Most. Then it goes and say, have you ever wondered how insurance companies make money through the sale of annuities? Simply put, the insurance company makes the money on the spread between its investment yield and its interest credits to the contract owners. So here's what they do. They tell you, oh, we're going to give you a guaranteed five and a half percent. If the market goes down 20 percent, not you, you're getting five and a half percent. Now, you might say, well, but what if the market goes up 20%? Yeah, you don't get shit. You get your 5.5%. And then you say, well, I don't mind a little risk. Cool. We could do indexed annuities, meaning we could attach this universal life. We could attach this, this annuity product and we'll attach it to the index fund, the S&P 500. And if it goes below zero, your stops at zero, meaning you can't lose. And if it goes up, you get 75, you get a minimum of like 5%, usually like four. And if it goes above, uh, if it goes above that, you get 75% of the upside until they cap you at 12%. So the most you could ever get would be 12%. Oh, but then the, you, 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 it's capped. And the only way you're going to get 12% is the market does like 18, 19, or 20. And then you're getting eight, 12. And so you're paying a, a premium. For it not to go down. So that during an 18-month period, when you log in, it's not negative. Let this sink in. See, the insurance company has a lifetime window. It's beyond their employees. It's fucking forever. Right? 
So when the insurance companies invest, they're not investing for the oldest dude there, the guy that works there. They're investing for the company. They're protecting the crown, not individual people at the company. And so the company knows, much like a casino knows, that the odd is in their favor. Maybe we have a bad year. Yeah, maybe we're down 17%. We're still going to get dividends. We're going to take the dividends and we're going to throw it to our clients. And maybe we only collect 4% dividends. We got to pay them five. All right, we have a net, we have a negative of, 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 of 1% this year. Oh, but by the way, we're hedged, right? And by the way, some of the shit pays us eight, nine, 10%. But here's what happens. They know that over a period of time, over three years, five years, seven years, they're going to come out way ahead because they know the average is nine, 10, even higher percent. And they know when they have a 15, 20, 30% year, they only got to pay you a little. So over time, the odds are in their favor because they put together, and it's no secret, you can go look at what these companies invest in, guys. You could do a simple S&P bond ratio. You could do shit like the dogs of a doubt. There's tons of things out there that show you just a basic investing strategy, put it in an index fund. You could buy some bonds, you could add some REITs to it, and you just have this little portfolio. And the difference is they have faith and their clients do not. This is a faith issue, not a stock picking issue, okay? This doesn't say anything about stock picking. <clears throat> so I guarantee you, the reason they got this money, the reason they were able to create the money to even retire in the beginning is they didn't pay attention to the stock market. They just blindly put their fucking money into a 401k, into an index fund, and then because they gave it the power of time, it grew, it multiplied, and now they have a million, two million, three million, and they're retiring, and they've spent none of the time in their life understanding money, managing money from an investment perspective, so now they're scared. And now the thing that got them the money, which was the stock market, is the very thing they fear, and now they don't have faith. And it's so crazy to me if you just break it down like that. It's like, okay, the thing that got you the money, you no longer trust it, and so you pay someone a premium who's going to take your money and invest it in the thing that got you the money. That's a circle jerk, guys. So usually when someone is talking about this, they're past the point of being helped. Meaning if, if the person hasn't spent the last 20, 30 years in the market, the chance they're not then going to flip and do it. Most, if, if they've either been doing it, which they usually tend to be wealthier people and look forward to the volatility so they can build their their nest egg and add to their retirement. Like they're thinking of growing richer and richer. Like Warren Buffett became a billionaire at age 49. Since then, he's 120 X guys from 49 to where he's at now at 90. He's 120 X, but that's not how our people talk. That's not how the brokies talk. That's not how the retirees talk. Oh, they're on a fixed income. They can't grow. They've got to stop participating. They've got to exit the stock market and go into fixed Anyway, they and so for the next 20, 30, 20 to 30 fucking years, they don't participate in the growth of the SP or the growth of Netflix or Amazon. There were people who retired who didn't buy Netflix, didn't buy Amazon. They're not doing any of that to watch that shit go up thousands of percent because some financial advisor somewhere told them some ratio. And then they spent their entire fucking life not caring about money, not studying it, giving it no thought. And now they're elderly and of course they're scared. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. And so they get these insurance companies take advantage of that and eat on it. And it's like, man, it's too late. You're not going to get your parents to understand this. They're just probably going to have to go with these annuities. I'm just trying to point this out for you that if, if you get, if you lose interest in this game, 
if you somehow find it bored, if your brain starts to drift, all right, here's what you can look forward to. Being fucking broke all of your life into retirement. That's what you get to look forward to. So lose interest in it. See what happens. That's what's going to happen, man. I know I'm talking mostly the choir, but man, I'm hoping, like, don't be these people, okay? We're playing this game for life. You know, we're not going to be experts. We're not financial advisors. But let me tell you, a financial advisor, every financial advisor I've ever met does not study the stock market. They don't know shit about stocks. They don't know anything about stocks. So this stock game is not a financial advisor game because none of them know about stocks. They know about putting you in index funds, mutual funds, and turning it over to Wall Street and paying people fees. That's what they know. And unfortunately, our system has been set up where that's the right system. The system that government has endorsed and put together is a system that fucks the people who put money in it and raids them with fees. And they don't even know the people running the funds or how it works or how it's done. People have been completely separated from their wealth and money when they attach it to fucking jobs in the 401k system. If you knew anything about your fund, I'd be shocked. I'd be shocked. And it's, it's sad. It's sad. It's sad that this has been allowed to go on, that it's endorsed. It's endorsed. You know, it's sad, but you're going to see more and more of these annuities being sold at your job. All you guys that are young, you don't need this, man. You could simply be, go back and look at history. It's not me saying it. It's called history. Okay. This is not me. It's called history. Go back and look at a chart of the Dow Jones industrial average since, you know, over the last hundred years and tell me where in the fucking there would an annuity had made sense. It doesn't. And so if we can start with the index and we can start with the belief in the system and we can get our credit right and we can build up our savings account and we don't have any debt, then 18 month pullback in the stock market is nothing but opportunity, man. It's not something to be feared. Don't end up like these people. Don't end up like most people in America. You guys are in the MFG. You guys are around the money flow trading society and these other things. You stay the course, man. You have faith. This is your new hobby. This is the game you play. This is a game of life. You're going to be able to play this game your whole life. You have everything you need inside of you right now to be wealthy, happy, healthy, and prosperous. I believe that with all my heart. God bless you. All right, man. Hey, appreciate you listening today. I wanted to get this annuity thing off my chest. Every time it comes up, man, it makes me so angry. My own father did one, man. Nothing you can say. Again, don't push your family. You're not a financial advisor. It ain't your deal. But I want you to be aware and I want you to see the power and the knowledge of learning about the market, learning to invest your own money, learning about real estate, the power of being debt-free, the power of understanding dividend stocks and index funds, the power, the power of that and the value of that is the premium that these insurance companies and these other people charge you. That's the value of it. And the bigger your net worth and the more you grow your 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 net worth and your business and your empire, the more valuable that information is, man. Um so and if you do use a financial advisor, which maybe you do need to Uh, At least if you know, you can know if they're steering you in the right direction, man. This is such an important thing and people know so little about it. And I know that's not you guys, man, but if you're on the edge, if you're on the verge, if you're not sure, 
It's like, damn, man, you've got to dedicate your life to this. It's fun. It's fun, man. I appreciate you listening. As always, reach out to me at geraldpeters.info. Be happy to book a one-on-one with you. Talk about you and your situation. I've helped out a lot of young dudes get their money right, get into real estate, position things, and just a general overview. Because maybe your daddy don't know, or maybe he just isn't very forthcoming, or maybe you just need someone to bounce some ideas off of. Okay, this is not personal financial advice for anybody listening. This is just me talking to a young dude to share some wisdom on life, getting your buckets right, understanding debt, mortgages, and uh, how to apply the stock market and all this thing to make your life better. Man, that's my goal. If you don't have my free ebook, grab it. You don't have to die broke. Hit the GeraldPeters.info. God bless.